Hey there, Margie Bryce here bringing you the Krabby Pastor Podcast. And I don't think you're going to be too surprised to know that it's too easy today to become the Krabby Pastor. Our time together will give you food for thought to help you be the ministry leader fully surrendered to God's purposes and living into whatever it takes to get you there and keep you there. So we're talking about sustainability in ministry. On this episode, I'm kind of offering to you a bit of a devotional style reminder of how life is like riding a bicycle. And this is a quote, I did check it out on the internet, and the internet confirmed that Claude Pepper really did say this. I checked, and that's what the internet said. And Claude Pepper was a former U.S. congressman who said, Life is like riding a bicycle. You don't fall off unless you stop pedaling. So I like this because I have done a lot of cycling, and I like this because of the truth that it offers. I got this poem from my first spiritual director who passed away this past January. And I was just looking through some stuff and I found it again. And it's definitely worth the share. My prayer is that it would bless you as much as it has blessed me and just helped me to really reframe things. You know, your mindset is a key part of self-care, and that means how we see life, our perspective. And sometimes mine is askew, my mindset. Let's just say that up front. I know I need to reframe frequently as I tend to have more of an Eeyore perspective, more than what I care to admit, and I battle that a good bit. But part of what helps me is knowing that I'm like that, actually. Anything you can do to gain self-awareness is critical. You need to have an idea of why you do things the way you do them and what your tendencies are. And that's just helpful as you work to serve other people. And it helps you to regulate yourself, you know. And I'm not saying that I'm a super expert at this. I'll just be honest and we'll just leave that there. But I can say that, you know, afterwards... I will look at a situation and go, not that again, or that still, one of the the two, but at least you have that perspective that you can know some things about yourself and how you function, how you operate, and that just helps your mindset. But this poem, and I'm going to add a link in the show notes without my comments on it, just helps with my perspective about who is really in control which is mostly not me. And I really know I don't want to be in charge because I did that once and I pretty much piloted my life into a royal mess. Although at the same time, I will say I like control as much as anybody else, maybe even a little more than some. I just have to remind myself that I'm wandering into that perspective and that I need to really rethink it before, you know, trouble hits or something. So I'm going to share this poem and interject my comments. And the version in the show notes will be without my comments. But what I'm going to do is after I make my comments, I'm going to reread it in its entirety for this podcast. So again, I pray it's as much of a blessing to you as it is to me. 
and it's called The Bike Ride. At first, I saw God as an observer, like my judge, keeping track of things I did wrong. This way, he would know if I merited heaven or hell when I died. God was always out there, sort of like the president. I recognized his picture when I saw it, but I didn't really know him at all. This kind of reminds me of when I was a child and my parents would say that when a helicopter went overhead, it was Santa watching to see if I was good or bad. It, you know, it didn't help that we lived close to a military base either, but it reminds me also of a whack-a-mole kind of <laughs> picture of God. But anyhow. But later on, when I got to know my God better, it seemed as though life was rather like a bike ride on a tandem bike. And I noticed God was in the back helping me pedal. Again, this is an interesting perspective. Uh, tandem bikes, by the way, are not easy. It looks lovely, but they're tricky. <laughs> they're really tricky to ride. And it, it is a function of riding together well. But I like the part in this is God's in the back helping me pedal. Like, okay, that's my perspective on it. I'm not sure how accurate that is, but... Yeah, on some level, and on some days, frankly. I don't know when it was that he suggested we change places, but life has not been the same since. When I had control, I knew the way. It was rather predictable. It was always the shortest distance between two points, and isn't that just still my perspective? <laughs> I was a math major. A line, that's what the definition of a line is. The sh You know, it's two points, boom, the shortest distance. And that is how you get at things, and that's how you efficiently use your time. Is anybody out there saying amen to that? I hope so. I think you are, but I'll never know for sure. But when he took the lead, he knew delightful cuts up mountains, and through rocky places at breakneck speeds. It was all I could do to hang on. Even though it looked like madness, he kept saying, Pedal! Pedal! I worried and became anxious, asking, Where are you taking me? I mean, I always want to know the end location, the goal. And then I start chugging towards it. Planning, plotting, setting a timeline, step one, step two, step three, I start chugging away, which is probably why Jesus doesn't tell me because, you know, I'd head out there on my own and under my own steam. I'm like that little person hopping next to Jesus, knowing that Jesus is holding the blueprint, and I'm saying, let me, let me see. I want to see. Let me see where we're going, what we're going to do. And Jesus just says to me, do you trust me to hold the plans? Very humbling moment. So I worried and became anxious. Where are you taking me? And he laughed and didn't answer. And I found myself starting to trust. I soon forgot my boring life and entered into the adventure. And when I'd say, I'm scared, 
he'd lean back and touch my hand. Ever have a friend like that that just smiles and touches your hand? What a gift. He took me to people with gifts that I needed, gifts of healing, acceptance, and joy. They gave me their gifts to take on my journey. And this is a great reminder moment that we all need a safe place to be honest and allow other people to be the gifts to us that God desires them to be. Don't journey alone. They gave me their gifts to take on my journey, our journey, that is, God's and mine. And we were off again. He said, give the gifts away. They're extra baggage, too much weight. So I did to the people we met, and I found that in giving, I received, and still our burden was light. And yes, our blessings are just visiting, and we are to bless others with those. I did not trust him at first in control of my life. I thought he'd wreck it, which <laughs> this is comical, or I thought he'd send me to Africa to be a missionary, or I thought, you know, whatever, I thought, I thought he'd wreck it. But he knew bike secrets, knew how to make it bend to take, take sharp corners, jump to clear places filled with rocks, fly to shorten scary passages. Still sounds a little scary, though, doesn't it? And this is my favorite part. And I'm learning to shut up and pedal in the strangest places. And I'm beginning to enjoy the view and the cool breeze on my face with delightful, constant companion, my God. And I just, the shut up part is, yeah, hmm. There is the ministry of shut up, isn't there? There is the ministry of shut up. And there are times where you just have to keep on keeping on. And don't look down at your feet as you're walking, but notice the cool breeze on your face. Notice it and enjoy the view. And when I'm sure I can't go on anymore, he just smiles and says, pedal, pedal. I'm going to go back now and I'm going to read this over, over once again, over you, without any of my happy little comments on this. So let me read this over you as a prayer. At first, I saw God as an observer, like my judge, keeping track of things I did wrong. This way, he would know if I merited heaven or hell when I died. God was always out there, sort of like the president. I recognized his picture when I saw it, but I didn't really know him at all. But later on, when I got to know my God better, it seemed as though life was rather like a bike ride on a tandem bike, and I noticed God was in the back helping me pedal. I don't know when it was that he suggested we change places, but life has not been the same since. When I had control, 
I knew the way. It was rather predictable. It was always the shortest distance between two points. But when he took the lead, he knew delightful cuts up mountains and through rocky places at breakneck speeds. It was all I could do to hang on, even though it looked like madness. He kept saying, paddle, paddle. I worried and became anxious, asking, where are you taking me? He just laughed and didn't answer, and I found myself starting to trust. I soon forgot my boring life and entered into the adventure. And when I'd say, I'm scared, he'd lean back and touch my hand. He took me to people with gifts that I needed, gifts of healing, acceptance, and joy. They gave me gifts to take on my journey. Our journey, that is, God's and mine. And we were off again. He said, give the gifts away. They're extra baggage, too much weight. So I did to the people we met, and I found that in giving I received, and still our burden was light. I did not trust him at first in control of my life. I thought he'd wreck it, but he knew bike secrets. He knew how to make it bend to take sharp corners, jump to clear places filled with rocks, fly to shorten scary passages. And I'm learning to shut up and pedal in the strangest places. And I'm beginning to enjoy the view and the cool breeze on my face with my delightful constant companion, my God. And when I'm sure I can't go on anymore, he just smiles and says, pedal, pedal. Hey, thanks for listening. It is my deep desire and passion to champion issues of sustainability in ministry and for your life. So I'm here to help. I stepped back from pastoral ministry and I feel called to help ministry leaders uh, create and cultivate sustainability in their lives so that they can go the distance with God and whatever plans that God has for you. I would love to help. I would consider it an honor. And in all things, make sure you connect to these sustainability practices, you know, so that you don't become the crabby pastor. <laughs>